Yeah, without you, you guys, you guys always laugh at me when I say Christensen is is great. <laughs> he has he proven time and time again over the last three years that he is one of the best defenders in the world. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because he looks like Peter Pan, but like <laughs> something about him just like doesn't get me. I don't know. I I don't doubt you one bit though, Brian. I don't. <laughs> On today's Footy Corner, the panel discussed CONCACAF qualifying on who is better between the U.S. and Canada as the Stars and Stripes disappoint on the road under Burhalter again. How quick can Newcastle rise under Mohammed bin Salman and who can they realistically expect to transfer in January and bring on as their manager? Barcelona's in shambles, ex-NBA players commit fraud, and Samir Nasri is fat. Along with the typical nonce of the week, predictions, and a Mount Rushmore of Halloween candy, next... And we are back on the footy corner, episode 101. We start we start again after we hit 100 last week. We're back with a panel episode. We're excited to come at you. The, the Premier League's coming back this week. We had some qualifying, World Cup qualifying, CONCACAF being the big talk in this group. Uh, so let me just go ahead and introduce everyone real quick. Uh, I'll start with the guy who looks like he, yeah, he's in Naperville right now. Um, Arine, how's everything going? Yeah, um, we just talked about that before this, but... Mind you. Yeah, we, uh, I am back in Naperville. Got my pizza. Um, I'm ready, man. There you go. Uh, let's swing around to Indiana. Brian, how's everything going there? Going great. The Jackets are up five one in the first game of the season. Oh yeah. I I, I was going to say, I know I was watching some hockey last night. Obviously didn't go so well for my, for Ari and my, my boys, uh, Gave up three goals in the first eight, nine minutes. <laughs> we looked okay. So that's good to hear. Someone, someone's yeah, well. Jack had scored uh, 40 seconds into the game. Who are you guys playing? <laughs> the Coyotes. Makes sense they, now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know I found out the other day, and I'll, and I'll introduce our next guy here in a second while I'm on the topic of hockey, uh, that Arizona, uh, the Arizona Coyotes are going back to their old logo? Uh-huh. The, yep. The old, I forget what it's called. The coyote, the robotic coyote. Yeah, is it called the Coochie? Yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. it's their logo on ESPN. Uh, the app. Yeah. So, I wondered when that was made official. It was recently. Uh, another another guy. There you go. Another guy whose team I believe did win last night. They did. Um, both on the soccer pitch and on the on the hockey rink. Uh, and you were at the game. And welcome back. It's been a while since we've had you on, Jeff Paris. Jeff, how's everything going? It's very good. Um, as you said, I haven't been on the pod in a while. Um, so I have a lot to say. You're, you're going to listen, and, you, and you're going to take your medicine. <laughs> I love it. Were you, were you at? Were you really at the game? Uh, the yeah. game, the game last night? Yeah, it was wild. Oh, nice. Man, a guy, the guy, like four rows up, tumbled down, completely oh. drunk, and landed on people. Like people were wasted last night. The <laughs> Canadians were drinking. That's so odd. <laughs> It was a madhouse, like absolute madhouse. <laughs> absolute awesome. scenes. Uh, awesome to hear, and good, good to have you back. Finally, well, a good, uh, good international team to cheer for for Canada. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, no, what I define, you know, you guys know what I define Canada. Men's international so. team. There's still, right, a, what team? There's still a poverty team. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get in that in a second. Hold your hold your thoughts. Uh, 
let's let's talk about something real quick. We'll just jump right into it. Uh, something that happened right after we we got off the air last time, like the day after. I know it's kind of old news, but I do think there's some things we can discuss on it. Uh, Newcastle to take over our boy MBS, Mohammed bin Salman <laughs> taking over. Uh, you know, the richest owners by a lot now. Um, you know, there are some tweets that came out in the group. I wanted to share some comments that were that were shared on at the footy corner too. So if you have anything to say at the footy corner too to the listeners. Uh, Nikhil uh, responded to a tweet from Sachin Nakrani that said, Siri, show me what selling every bit of your soul looks like. He said Mbappe and Holland lining up next to Joe Clinton. I thought that was pretty funny. And Jeff, because I have the first question to you, I want to shout out to you. You had a bone saw United written down uh, for, for, for Newcastle. Um, I, I do want to ask, you know, you are a fan of a team that went through this and you were a fan before they did this and after it happened. Uh, so I, I think a good thing to ask, and I know you've, you've watched city, you've been into them. Um, you know, my question is how long can a team like Newcastle, and I know it's a little different with the money, but how long can they anticipate from this purchase to when they'll start being competitive, um, on the pitch? How long was that transition, um, to, to you as a fan? I would say like a good four or five years you need. Uh, mm-hmm. they're not just going to go and buy everyone. There's rules, there's financial fair play. There's something about like how they don't make enough money to spend what they want yet, yet, obviously. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, I see this thing as a, it's going to end in tears. Like the owner literally had a guy cut up with a bone saw. <laughs> like the <laughs> chance, the chance are going to be, crazy against newcastle like there's like there's limitless possibilities yeah Jeff, are you talking uh, about the new york times journalist yes or washington post i think one of uh, yeah it, it was yeah the washington post guy yeah 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 right what are you watching a video of it or something what you no i would it? never watch a video like that i just never <laughs> even heard of that your face looks no. just in shock the fucked up part is you could probably find it somewhere on the internet you haven't you haven't heard about that I don't pay attention to the news. Well, you should. Dude, he straight up literally exactly what Jeff said happened, like verbatim. This isn't being milked. A a journalist was writing bad stuff about him, so we lured him into an embassy and had him chopped up with a bone saw. Yeah. That's (laughs) fucked up. It was in Turkey. It was in Turkey. This is Jamal Khashoggi? Khashoggi, yeah. Khashoggi, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you feel about Newcastle now, Brian? Well, I've never liked them. Yeah. <laughs> like, is, is he going to go to this? Is he going to go to the games? Like, is he and like are the crowd going to turn around and clap for this guy? Like, yeah. What? Like, what is going to go on? That's a good question. That's going to be. That's something that's you know that's wild. That's going to be interesting that they're going to have to have to deal with and. uh yeah, I, I mean that backlash. It's going to last, but then how long? You know how how long does it last? How do they separate themselves from the state a little bit? Uh, you know, we'll see how how Newcastle will go about that. So their you know their PR has a lot on their hands right now. You know, so speaking on the football operations side, uh, another shout out. Steve uh, pointed out Aaron West's tweet: Every small to medium sized French and English club prepping to price gauge the shit out of Newcastle. Uh, so you know, speaking of price gauging them. 
Jeff made a good point. It's going to take a while for them to get some players. And you always start with one, though. Um, do you guys think they'll make some sort of a splash or they'll try to at least uh, open eyes with one by uh, in January? And if they do, who do you, who do you have your eyes on? The, the biggest trouble for Newcastle is attracting players to fucking Newcastle, England. <laughs> like you can sell someone on Chelsea because it's in London. You can sell someone on Manchester City because, I mean, Manchester is it, it is what it is. It's not that nice of a city, but it's still the second or third biggest city in in England, and it's not that depressing. Newcastle, from from all accounts that I've seen and heard, is like the most depressing place in the fucking country. They've got a good nightlife in Newcastle. You'd be surprised, actually. The Jersey um, Shore. Yeah. Exactly. It's like oh, okay, like, yeah, it's, it's like they're New Jersey. So yeah. take that idea. <laughs> okay, okay. All, all of England is depressing. It, yeah, that's true. It rains all the time. You know, it is a football crazy city, though. So I mean, you look at places like Dortmund. Dortmund necessarily isn't glamorous at all, but yeah. um, I mean, players want to go there and flock there. So um, kind of similar to Newcastle in a sense. And yeah. they're not—they're not, they're not going to get some massive signing like. Mbappe or Holland, like they'll be alone on this team. Like these guys want to win now. When you're that, you're when yeah. you're that big of a star, they want to win now. And if they're going to go to a team, they want to go to a team that's going to win that year. I, I don't know how it was with with City. They got Robinho was their big first guy. I, think. <clears throat> I feel like they they'll start with some big name older guys because yep. the young guys won't want to go there. Exactly. That that's what I had in mind. Because when this all came out, you started. You guys saw, it, and I've saw some of us have sent this. The you know the the FIFA little clips of showing, you know De Bruyne, Holland, all these all these guys on Newcastle, uh, Messi, Ronaldo. I mean, you see all this stuff. But I agree. I think if they go in that direction, like the type of profile they would look at, I think, and I know this might hurt Arine a little bit to hear. Like I could see a uh, Coutinho, like a player that that they try to pull in. Um, I know Raheem Sterling's looking for a new club is what I was hearing the other day. Uh, so Jeff, I don't, you know, I don't your, think your... if I don't think Sterling's going to Newcastle though, he's, <laughs> he's one he of those guys. Jeff said wants to win now. I don't think he wants to go to Spain. Okay. So yeah, he, he actually I, wants to leave. I did not hear yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, I but, saw something today about it. Um, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll but the first thing they'll do is they'll start at like a real Academy. Like yeah. you have to, when you have yeah. that kind of money, that's the first thing you do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good for them, and and to take kind of over that that northeast segment of of England, um, maybe get even a few Scottish players in that in that academy. Uh, so yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what they do player wise. Uh, so I'm interested. Let everyone else listening, let us know at the Footy Corner too. What type of realistic player? Don't tell us in Bappe, Holland, this, that, and the other. Realistic player that you see Newcastle getting? Are you going to say some nice things about this one? I, Jeff did bring up a good point. We make we we say like Abramovich, you know, must have done some shady stuff. Like City's owners must have this and that. But this dude is legit, like proven, like hardcore. That this dude's just a scumbag. So it, <laughs> it would be interesting to see like what's Newcastle going to do when this dude shows up on the big screen? Are they all going to put their head things on and start clapping? Or like what's going to happen there? <laughs> like, like I'm genuinely interested to see. Like you're clapping for like this this murderer like you know it's it's gonna be a good thing and two what if isco goes to newcastle that could be an interesting thing there you go well what if they'd get some older guys from china yeah um hamshik yeah oscar hamshik maybe Hamas rodriguez changes his mind and comes back to england yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
Or what about uh, a guy like Diego Costa? Oh, yeah. Diego Costa would be he's a, a very He's playing in Brazil now. But he well, might be happy in Brazil, though. Brazil's got some nice weather. I'm sure he's, yeah. he's good there. I, I think he doesn't strike me as the type of lad that's going to want to leave Brazil right now. But that's it's true. possible. Very possible. Um, <laughs> and, and that sort of leaves their manager kind of hanging out to dry. Our boy. Didn't he already uh, get fired? Steve Bruce no, slash Bruce Steve. There have been rumors he would be, but I have not seen anything official yet. And so he's sitting on the precipice, according to Steve, um, of, of managing his thousandth game, but he might not get to manage that game or something about a thousand games. Oh, no. And and because he wouldn't be able to technically manage this game. And I've read so many things and, and heard so many things about Graham Jones, who's their, currently their number two, who would take charge for this game. So, like, they wanted Steve Bruce out so bad they would have his number two um, or his assistant, I guess, take over for this game. Uh, that said, there've been some speculation on which managers might take over. I do want to share, like, you know, I was kind of looking into this and saying who, who could be their manager. Um, actually, before I get into this, it's a good story. I want to speak for a while. Any ideas on you guys on who Newcastle should look for in this kind of adventure for a manager? Any names? I think they're looking at Steven Gerrard. <clears throat> Okay. So do you think Lampard and Gerard are on the table? I think Gerard's the number one guy for them right now, honestly. I, I, I saw a rumor that they're looking at uh, Antonio Conte. Okay. Yeah, he's he's there. I don't know how realistic that is, but he's out there. It's yeah. possible. Uh some people even suggested uh what uh um a guy that's gone through this before, Mancini was 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 mentioned. Jeff, what are yeah. your thoughts on a Mancini taking over at Newcastle? He'd be good, but I'm thinking I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see it, but maybe a company. Oh, yeah. He might get his shot too. Do you think they'll go with a younger? So we're hearing Gerard Lampard company. Do you think they'll go a younger route or they they'd go, you know, someone with the experience like we were saying, Conte and I would think they would go with a big a big coaching name. Okay. Because they they want to splash their money. They want to get get a make the headlines, I think. Mm-hmm. I think and and have a high profile coach that that can maybe attract players. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see that at first and then mm-hmm. maybe going the younger route. Well, here's an interesting thing that popped up and I'm going to share the story now. Uh, the one that kept coming up to me and I, I'm not saying this is a good fit by any means. Uh, Zinedine Zidane uh, is, is coming up a lot in talks, uh, you know, had a bit of a run with with Real Madrid. Here's the other thing. Did you guys know? that he almost signed with Newcastle in 1996. Sedan did? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys know about that? No. Like no. very close to signing for them. All right. Can I, I'm going to share this story. Just hang in here with me. Cause when I read this, I was in shock. Okay. So he was at Bordeaux in 1996. He was offered to Newcastle for how much? 1.2 million pounds. Okay. And this is before he had blown up. Right. And, and Newcastle had a, had a manager back then. His name is Kevin Keegan. All right. And some agent comes up. Oh, he's a former Liverpool player. Yeah. yeah. He's a Newcastle boss in 96. Some former, uh, some agent at the time, Barry Silkman, uh, he decides, uh, you know, to offer Zidane. He he wants to be like an intermediary. I don't think he was like Zidane's agent. He just was an agent at the time. And he saw that Zidane wanted to move and a team like Newcastle can use uh, this type of player. Um, So he, he, you know, he went in and watches Zidane play just to make sure that he's he, he's like, OK, if I'm going to recommend him, he better be something. He goes to watch him play. Zidane had the flu. OK, 
Okay, Zidane comes on at halftime, scores one and assists two goals in one half with the flu. Okay, after about ten minutes, the scouts the scouts like we need to go, you know, and bring him in to Newcastle or this this uh, this agent. Uh, he goes, I've watched the player and I'm going to put him in with Kevin Keegan. And if the deal gets done, I'll make sure you know he's everyone's looked after. So he's super. He's totally convinced by Zidane. He goes back to Keegan and tells him. He's like, listen, mate, I know this guy, uh, Zidane, he's really good. Um, he, he looks fantastic. He's 24. And again, this is in January of 96. Uh, then Kevin Keegan uh, says, where am I here? So Kevin Keegan is like, okay, you know, sounds good to me. We'll see what we can do. Meanwhile, the guy, the uh, Silkman, who's the agent, goes to uh, Bordeaux, who's, who's, who Zidane is playing for at the time says, Hey, um, we got a buyer for you. You know, what are you looking at? Uh, is 1 million good? And they're like, well, we want 1.2. So, you know, he goes and says, all right, you know, that sounds good to me. So he goes back to Keegan. He's like, look, 1.2 million. And we got a deal. In the meantime, Keegan had sent one of his own scouts, like personal scouts, right? Not just this agent that comes up to him and, and says, uh, you know, I'm going to send this guy to France and check out Zidane. The guy reports back and says the following. He watches Zidane and says, the player has no chance of making it. At best, he could play for Wolves, who were at the bottom of the first division. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when the agent had heard that that scout had said that, he phoned Kevin and said, who on earth have you sent to watch this player? It must be fucking Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles. <laughs> Kevin laughed and said that was the guy they relied on in France, and that's his report. He said he's watched the player, knows the player, and doesn't think he's good enough to play for Wolves who are at the bottom of the first division, yada, yada, yada. And that's the end of that story. So Newcastle ended up not getting him based on one scout in France that, that said he wasn't good enough. And, and that's just crazy. But anyway, this is the story mentioned that, you know, they wouldn't let him slip a second time this time as a manager. Uh, <laughs> thought that was a pretty good story. Um, nice. But any thoughts on Zidane managing Newcastle? I mean, uh, it is what it is. he's a big name. So, but to, after his stint at Real, it was at Real, right? Madrid? He had two stints, yeah. Do well, two, yeah, sorry. There you go. Would, would people want to come to Newcastle just to play for him? Is his mystique, you know, the, the Zidane mystique still good enough for players to come play with him? I think I, so. I, I yeah, I think so. I think that's a good shout, too. I would look at that. That's a very high possibility. Um, of coming in, I think, because he could draw the players in. Um, not super old, I guess, but, you know, uh, still can connect. Now, on the other hand, Mike Ashley, who's finally out, who's finally gone, <laughs> Newcastle fans rejoice. Did you guys hear that Mike Ashley might try to buy Derby County? Who went into administration? <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you guys a question. What's worse, being bought by Mike Ashley or just calling it a day and folding uh, as a club because you're in administration? What would you do if you were Derby? <laughs> if you're well folding as a club is never an option so <laughs> you'll take anything other than folding so you take Mike actually already clasped his hands and folded no it's over <laughs> just pick your second team <laughs> well not Mike if you're I, part of the club no, I don't I don't think you can pick sports. a second team he's the worst <laughs> owner in sports man Mike actually was yeah I agree <laughs> Jeff, would you fold or take Mike Ashley at your club? Take, take Mike Ashley. 
Okay. <laughs> so it looks like he might, he might try to save Derby County, but anyway, uh, so I think that's the most we've ever talked about Newcastle, but I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> good, good opening discussion. I thought that story about Zidane was, was interesting. Now got to stay up. They got to stay up. Like that's the not, other thing. Are they, yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing. Are they going to stay up this season? Are you've talked about them getting relegated before? What happens shit? if they get relegated? What does MBS do? Cut everyone's head off? <laughs> Jesus. No, he likes the he likes the stone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean, uh, if they get I mean, if they're back down, he I mean, he bought them, so that's why I think January you're going to see some splashes honestly. We'll see them. We'll see. I mean, they have to make at least one or two, but I don't think they're going to make a ton. I think if they make the right moves, they have enough to at least stay up. You know, yes. it's, they, they have a, they have some good attackers. They might need to get a couple midfielders up in there. Um, so let's move to CONCACAF World Cup qualifying. I just, I'm going that way because I think that was the, you know, the most interest on to the listeners and those on the show. We got Jeff in a, in a Canada shirt over there. Um, I guess first we'll talk about your Canadians and then we'll, we'll move to the U.S. and then we'll do this little debate thing. Uh, Canada, uh, fresh off that 4-1 win against Panama. You were at the match, Jeff. Uh, you've been saying a lot of good things about the team. What What's their strength? What do you see in this Canada side? They're just exciting, and everyone likes them. You cannot dislike them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I was a neutral right now, uh, and I was looking at the U.S. and Canada, I would have more faith in Canada right now. I would. <laughs> they have a better attitude. The press in the U.S. dumps on your team all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, last night... Yes. Last, Last night was special. Like it was like a coming of age party. Okay. And so uh, you, better than USA because they have a better attitude. Yeah. Right now <laughs> on, 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 on paper, on paper, they're not as good as the U S but I think in terms of like, like attitude and like just willingness to go out and get it. Uh, I think Canada's far superior. If you give like, me and our, team- and our best player is better than your best player by, by a mile. If you if you give me, you have to win this game for you to to live, and it's against Mexico. And you give me the option of choosing Canada or United States. Right now, I'm choosing Canada. Really? Wow. Yeah. Ryan, what? I have I have no faith in the United States to win any kind of pressure game at all. I we have can't, no. We faith. can't win on the road in Concacaf. Any game at all. It doesn't matter if we play fucking Mexico or we play Curacao. I would not bet any kind of money. I wouldn't bet a dollar on the United States to win an away game right now in CONCACAF. Well, well a dollar is not normally high for you. <laughs> no, this is, this is an American dollar, not a Canadian dollar, Jeff. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. So I guess this will just bring us straight into that U.S. talk. You know, they get six out of their three matches. They, they lost that away match to Panama. And I, that, that's the game that Brian's but, referencing. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, that, that is not acceptable. That, that's, you know, it's something that's repeating and just, it just keeps coming up. Arin calls them poverty teams. They are. Uh, that, that we keep yeah. losing two on the road. Um, and, and I guess what I was most upset about, if you look at that game, because we'll point that one out, then you can, you know, skim the wins here. Uh, it, you know, what's the strategy? You know, you're ranked 13, which is obviously an overranking or whatever you are. And, and Panama's like 68. 
and the, you know, the team that was ranked better looked like the, the weaker side, you know, it's a weaker side. You usually sit back, you play long ball as, as LVG says, you try to hit them on the, you know, hit them on a surprise, you know, ball over the top, you get their defense to make a mistake. Why were they doing that when they have the midfield to work through Panama? You know, like, what was that all about? What's Greg Berhalter doing? You know, this, this fraud uh, on top of it, you know, people say, Oh, well, they were rotating and that was the game they're giving up. It's like, well, mate, Panama has got three games in six days too. You don't think they're rotating? You know, it's uh, I, I just, you know, yes, they're missing Reina. They're missing Pulisic, but I think the strategy was what was frustrating the most to me that they weren't playing through the midfield. They were just playing straight from defense to up top to, to Gyasi Zardes, who God knows why he still plays on the national team. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, that's my grievance on the U S match against Canada. I think the, the strategy was wrong. The players are fine. The strategy was wrong. Does anyone disagree with that? I think we need Altador back. Maybe who? Altador. Oh, God. <laughs> he might be worse than Murata. I think, yeah, he's worse than Murata. <laughs> but anyway, um, they, they did win their home matches. They looked really good against Jamaica. Um, and they came Everyone back. Did, though. Everyone looks good against Jamaica. Well, our boys, our boys team over there drew Jamaica in this, in this uh, cycle. Jeff, Jeff, your boys tied him zero zero. Uh, but uh, looking got, at a, we've at been close to Cast in every game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking at the Costa Rica game, horrendous start, but but they bounced back. And then we mentioned it: six points in three matches was the the absolute minimum, right? We we walk out thinking, eh, just like we did last uh, last three game window. Um, we all said seven is good, nine would be great. Ryan said anything less than nine is unacceptable. Uh, but anyway, that, that brings us into this talk. Uh, both the U.S. and Canada are in line to make it. You know, Mexico is one right now. The U.S. sits in second. Canada's in third. Uh, quite comfortably, I, well, somewhat comfortably, I'd say. Um, and then I think after them, I believe, is Panama somewhere there uh, at eight points. Then it's Costa Rica with six. So Panama's two points off Canada, three off the U.S. Um, and, you know, watching them, I'm telling you, they're not they're not a great team. I think these three teams have separated themselves. We can all have our, our cake here. I think they're all going to make it. But in terms of debating this U.S.-Canada thing, um, okay, Brian, you say today, if they're playing Mexico, where's the match? Uh, Mexico. Okay, and you're trusting Canada more in that match. I, I, yeah, feel, I, like the, I feel like the U.S. doesn't show up against the smaller teams, though. Didn't we beat or, Mexico in Mexico? Not, not in this qualifying round. We haven't played Mexico yet. Right, but in the past. It was in that one uh, that one cup. What's it called? We have. Uh, Nations gold cup? cup. Some cup like that. We have gold. beat them there. Uh, but it's, it, Our wins there are few and far between. I, my issue with this team is how they play against the crappy teams away. Yeah. They, they tend to show up against some decent teams, you know. Um, so... Anyway, I don't know who I'd pick, and that, that's a really good question. I think they're both, right now, uh, if they played each other on a neutral pitch out of 10 games, who's going to win more? If they're 100% USA, is drawing or winning 10 out of 10 times. That's not a question. <laughs> who the hell's on Canada besides Davies? Oh, my God. No, seriously, Osorio, and he's on the worst team in the MLS, bro. Like, well, who else do you guys got? Like, some guy that plays in Caracal? Like, who the Canada got? They have a David 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 he uh, plays for uh, we, Lil no um, yeah, yeah Lil, Lil right Lil. and we <laughs> and we have that guy on uh, that 
that kid on the New York Revolution. He's loaned out by uh, Club Bruges. Um, yeah, we got a great team. Yes, Kyle Lair. You say that, but then like we can name U.S. players because they start in Champions League games. They they start in these, you know, that's the difference. That that Canada in North American terms is good, but there is still a big gap in the quality okay. of the players. And we see that every Saturday. Okay, I understand. Yeah. And you're going to learn. I, well, I think the U.S. has more has more good players and has more depth. But I, honestly, I agree with Jeff that the best player between the two teams is Alfonso Davies. But well, that's, that's fine. The best player, if Nor- in a match that Norway plays against anyone, the best player on the pitch usually is is Erling Holland. True. Yeah. Norway is not the better team usually. Messi yeah. <laughs> does not have a World Cup. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Doesn't it doesn't win you games? It doesn't win you. You know. Yeah. I mean, I. You might be right there, and that's probably true. Uh, and, and again, I agree. I think Canada's coming up. I think that's exciting. And, and you know, funny enough, even though we we argue a little bit here and there on the, on the pod on the group text, I actually root for them. You know, I think it'll be cool to have them in and uh, represent and and grow and have good players. I'd rather have them in over what Costa Rica, over Panama, this, that, and the other. Yeah. I think it'd be cool yeah. to have, you know USA, Mexico, Canada in some order make it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a uh, I, I mean, if we played 10 times, I think the U.S. would win more. I don't know if we'd win all 10, as Arian, or win or draw all 10, as Arian would say, but we'd win more. Yeah, at 100%. If Canada, <laughs> if Canada finishes above uh, the U.S. in qualifying, uh, Irene has to take me to Portillo's and buy me everything on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a deal, Irene? Yeah, that wouldn't be my first time going there and doing that, so let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. When you're here next time, we'll do that, and I'll do a shot of Malort. If if Canada finishes above the US, there's a lot of every podcast. There's a shot of Malort being tossed around, so but it never happens. Like the direction this is going, it never happens. But this, I think, this is one we can follow. The other one, I have it saved. It's all the points that we thought that Brighton would get this season or uh, Brentford would get this season. So I have that saved. This is another futures bet. Um, but here's the here's the greatest thing of all of this. Let's say Jeff wins that bet, or let's say Jeff loses that bet. Who you know? Who cares what happens if, if both teams make it? No one's going to remember where the team qualified when the World Cup so begins. And when I, will, I will. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> but, mate, would you rather qualify one ahead of us and lose all three of your matches in the World Cup or barely sneak in and make noise? Teams have that's happened before. You know, it, you know, doing well in qualification doesn't guarantee World Cup success and vice versa. Yeah. So uh, I think it's, I it's think this top three stays. Cause I don't want to see anyone else in the, in the top three. And I want to see Jamaica in that four spot. I don't want to see any other team go to the world cup. That's just how I am. I don't want to see Panama in it. I don't care. I don't yeah, I agree. And, and it's possible for Jamaica. Cause they've been playing a lot of this cycle without their good players. <laughs> I mean, they eventually do have to bring them in at some point in time. Um, but yeah, I think this top three with it's currently Mexico, us, Canada, I don't care what order they finish in. I think these three would be the best representatives of CONCACAF right now um, in in current times. And yeah, I think it would be great to see Jamaica because I think Panama might be the next best team. Costa Rica is terrible. I, you know, I saw this game last night. Costa Rica is not the Costa Rica of four years ago, even eight, 12 years ago. This team is slow. This team is old. Even John Champion was ripping on them when they were rolling out their subs. He he said, Joel Campbell didn't play last night, but they do have him. 
But uh, when they were bringing out their subs, John Champion made the comment that that uh, their coach had raided the local retirement home, uh, <laughs> said that they were wheeling out their 37-year-old, and and said that their uh, another guy coming out, Saborio, is perilously close to his 40th birthday. So <laughs> it was uh, it was open season on, on Costa Rica. Speaking of which, Brian Ruiz, you guys remember Brian Ruiz from Fulham? Uh, no, he had, no. he had a, he almost had a breakaway. <laughs> I mean, he had a clear in one-on-one chance with Zach Steffen, uh, and the defender caught up to him. So if you get a chance to look at it, uh, but anyway, um, I think most Zach of us Steffen are saying never that, plays for city. Does he Jeff? Cupcakes, uh, maybe. A couple of games. Yeah. I was going to say, I think oh. he plays that. League, stuff yeah. Like league that. cup. Oh, okay. He's good though. I like him. So are we all in agreement that Mexico, U.S., Canada, some order? I don't care what the order is. Well, are are these the teams we want to see? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you, I would do actually love to see the, the states not make it. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. That would be fantastic. Oh my! So God. who do you want? Who do you want to make it instead of us? Honduras. <laughs> and then and then they'll lose every match twelve nothing, and Concacaf gets shit on. <laughs> do, do you guys know for the next World Cup when it's a joint host, Canada, US, Mexico, do all three of us automatically make the World Cup? Yes. Yeah. We've all qualified automatically. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because uh, is that because it's expanding to fucking a thousand teams? It's because of the expansion and also allotments have changed, but yes, um, for sure we've already qualified. Uh, in terms of how many other teams from our conference or how many other teams from our it's division? Like six. Is it, I think it is six, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it on Wikipedia now. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is six, including the host, though. So it's only three others. Right. So, so a lot of but teams are going to get in. A lot of teams yeah. are going to get in. I mean, as it stands now, I feel generally quite comfortable. I mean, I don't now with the U.S. as much as I used to getting into every World Cup. But, like, with Iran, I feel decent. Like, I get a little nervous. But, man, they're going to have eight starting in 2026. There's, I mean, that's, like, automatic for that kind of thing. So, there's some yeah. teams Canadian now. That, really? What happened? There's a Canadian Premier League. <laughs> yeah, there is. Jeff's mentioned them before. Why is the Toronto Canadian not in Premier that? League? York 9. That's, a, that's the Toronto team. York 9? Yeah. Not York United, right? No. Do yeah. they only have nine players on the pitch at a time? <laughs> yeah, it's new. We're new thing <laughs> we're trying up here. These teams are bananas. FC Edmonton. What the heck? I'm guessing Pacific is in Vancouver. Anyway, yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, the allotments go up. Um, and I think we'll be seeing these teams in all the time. But anyway, um, Moving on, just a couple other qualifying musings. Uh, anyone that's been paying attention to the, the British, I guess, British England Twitter um, knows that England drew against Hungary uh, and the fans wanted Southgate out. And it kind of does remind me of when we give up a goal and Ber- it's immediately Berhalter out. But there's a different, like Gareth Southgate took this team to like a, a final, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a World Cup, um, a Euro final, World Cup semifinal. Uh, is it is it a bit rash for these the English people to say Southgate out? I mean, they're even going as far as saying, you know, he'd be a good manager for Newcastle. <laughs> they need to chill out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think England's okay. Right, I, I'm pretty sure they're through. But I mean, there were just 
shouts of Southgate out all over Twitter. There were articles written. And I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, you, I mean, you drew, you drew hungry. I mean, I get it. You don't want to draw hungry at home, but, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that out. And I'm like, I wonder if people think of us like that when we shit on Berhalter, but he hasn't done anything. Whereas Southgate, I mean, what are you, as, as an outsider, has not lost. what happened? England has not lost in qualifying yet. They're, they have six wins and two draws. Yep. And, and aren't they pretty much in if they get any sort of result in the last like two games or last game or. Yeah. Um, they have two games. Yeah. They have two games left. <laughs> it's against yeah. Albania and San Marino. So yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah, they're, yeah they're good. <laughs> and they only need four points to clinch. So. Right. <laughs> and then even if they don't, They'll probably or, or Poland, yeah, or Poland to drop a point, right? And I mean, they're they're good. I, yeah, that was a bit rash. I thought that was funny. The last little qualifying amusing I want to bring up: shout out Iran. They're still top of their group in Asia, uh, even though they drew South Korea. They man, I was watching that. They carried the match. They hit the post two, three times. Uh, then Son scored a counter goal, and I had nightmares of the Tottenham player scoring against <laughs> my team. Uh, but uh, Jahan Bash, the former Seagull, uh, equalized for Iran in the 70, some 75th, sixth minute, and they got so close. But yeah, I feel pretty good about their chances because the top two in their division advances, and they have 10 points. South Korea has eight, and then Lebanon has five, and Lebanon is bad. Like So, I mean, <laughs> they have to look out for UAE and Iraq, and I think they each have three. So when you're about seven points out of those teams with six games left to play, you have to feel pretty good about your, your chances. So I just want to give the shout out to Iran as I always do. Um, any qualifying bits you guys want to put up? Yeah, I got, I got two things real quick. Uh, yes. Germany was the first team to qualify for the world cup. Yes. Other than Qatar who are the hosts. Uh-huh. Um, a day later, uh, Denmark is the second team to qualify for the world cup. Mm-hmm. And they, they qualified by winning their, their eight wins, zero draws, zero losses, 27 goals, four, Zero goals against in qualifying. Did you see Christensen's they, goal, Brian? No, I didn't see his goal. I need to look that up, I guess. But it was a screamer. Shout out to fucking Denmark. Yes. Who is just bossing qualifying. Yep. Yeah. That is they amazing. haven't given up a goal. And, and you look at yeah. the group, Scotland, Austria, and Israel's pretty decent. Like these are teams that yeah. you think, okay, you might give up a goal. You might get a draw. I mean, well, I mean, Arjun, Ari, you shake your head, but these, they're doing this against these teams when the U.S. can't even do this against Panama. You know, you got poverty teams that other people can't touch, and these guys are clocking these guys. Yeah. It's wild. That's true. Yeah, without you, you guys, you guys always laugh at me when I say Christensen is is great. <laughs> he has he proven time and time again over the last three years that he is one of the best defenders in the world. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because he looks like Peter Pan, but like <laughs> something about him just like doesn't get me. I don't know. I I don't doubt you one bit though, Brian. I, don't. <laughs> I think it started with me ripping on on him in the pod, and I just kind of didn't give him much of a chance after. I don't. He's, you know what? The, he's the, legit good. The problem is every time I watch him, he makes a horrendous error. So maybe I just should not watch him. Um, but, but I agree with you. He, I mean, it's not like he's, I mean, he's young. So young players are going to make mistakes yeah. and, and he's growing and, and he's doing well. So and, and people forget yeah. Christensen, is, like, you know, there's all that stuff about all the Chelsea Academy guys like Mount and Tammy Abraham and all them uh, Hudson and Doy. Christensen uh-huh. has been with Chelsea for like eight or nine years. Like he was in their Academy. 
And he's still young. He's like 24, 25. Oh, he wow. was a, yeah. he, he's a Chelsea Academy player. And, and for a defender, that's young still. That's still pretty young. So, yeah, uh, for his position. Do you think that helps him, though, having the back three? I think some defenders operate better in a back three. So, yeah. I but, think that, you know, would he be as good in a back two? I can tell you, it matter? Mina, does, does it matter? matter? <laughs> no, I guess you're right. No, fits yeah. the system. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, good points there. Any other points on qualifying before I move to the state of Barcelona? Yeah. So the state of Barcelona is shambolic, right? We all know that. <laughs> We've talked about the debt they're in. They've, but I'll say this. This is a good bit of business by then. Uh, they've secured Pepe on a contract extension to 2026 with a $1 billion release clause. Thoughts on this $1 billion release clause? It's absurd. <laughs> like if you're Pedri's agent, shame on you. Because if something goes wrong and he wants out, he's screwed now. Like he's done. Yeah. Very I, true. I don't, know, I don't know how release clauses work. Is that is that like legally binding? Like if someone wants to, if he wants to transfer, someone has to pay a billion dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why, why would any player they agree to that shit? They don't have, like... They don't have to, but that's just the price where if they do it, then if the player wants to do it, he can leave. That, therefore, like, Barcelona can't say no. You know what I mean? So, so. so I know about this because of the Thomas Party thing, but every player in Spain in their contract must have a release clause. So that's the rule La Liga has. Um, so no matter what, every player really actually has their price. That if a team comes in, the club is forced to sell at that price based on what they've put in the contract. But based on how Barcelona has operated in the past couple of years and how their like relations with their players have been, they're the last team I would right. be like, hey man, this $1 billion release clause is okay to sign. Like, but, yeah. someone as young and good as Pedri is. Well, what I mean to say is it's, it's in everyone's contract. So yeah, they yeah. might have an agreement with him that says, hey, at this you know price, we likely will sell you. Or if you talk to us, we might work something out. Um, but I think they put that there so that any random team can't just come in and, and just take him without them having a say. I think that's Newcastle. their way of saying that we have a say. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, well, Newcastle can afford it. Is and that's probably why on the door a- with, with MBA or MBS or whatever. It's and that's probably it. why they put that clause in there because they knew Newcastle's probably going to be coming in. Um, you know, so there's that. So there's actually a good piece of business by Barcelona. Now, on the other hand, Barcelona looked foolish in a couple of counts here. All right. One of them is their president, uh, Joan Laporta, who's their, you know, new president. Remember it was, was it Bartomeu before or whatever? Joan Laporta apparently was quoted as saying, I hoped until the last minute there would be a U-turn and Messi would say, I'll play for free. (laughs) (laughs) Thoughts on that wild statement from Laporta. He's fucking deluded. (laughs) how how stupid and like self-important can you be that you think your club is so amazing that players are just like yeah i don't care about money i'm just gonna play for free like in this day and age like it doesn't matter every club has enough history now that you can go somewhere and make money and and be a club legend you're not going to be a club legend just for free Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think uh, I think it's pretty crazy to think that. I mean, I I know he has a lot of money, but you can't just say something like can you you can't treat someone like that, um, you know, and, and assume. But uh, another thing I want to put is we've wondered on this show a lot, and I'm sure a lot of other people have why Ronald Koeman has not been sacked yet. Uh, and I think we're getting some good ideas. Apparently, Barcelona still owes ninety-seven million uh, pounds in transfer fees, and. Um, you know, the, there was talk about Raheem Sterling going, but they can't afford to sign him. They can't afford to sign a lot of people. And they're left with no choice but to keep Ronald Koeman uh, because if they do fire him, there's a hefty payout and then they'd have to pay a new manager. So I think the reason they haven't, they haven't fired him is because they don't have the money to do it. Uh, any thoughts on Ronald Koeman or Barcelona's money issues? Just shambles. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it just for how good Barcelona has been for for so long. It just kind of makes me laugh at them. Like I, I don't feel any sympathy. It's also, and I don't know. It's because the typical Barcelona fan in America doesn't, you know, doesn't really understand soccer. They're they're Barcelona fans because of the names on the jersey and because of the success or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like yeah, I'm no. rambling, but you know, like who, who fucking cares if Barcelona sucks for a couple of years? Right. I saw he changed his background briefly to that Liverpool Barcelona <laughs> match. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think we've all had our experience with Barca fans. Uh, Steve mentioned his neighbor who, who decided to say something about the Liverpool and Brentford draw. And then he kindly reminded him that Barcelona in, was in ninth at the time. Uh, before I move on, Jeff, any comments on Barcelona? Oh, here about him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, do you like Barcelona or Real Madrid? Like, if you were just to like root for one in the El Clasico, who? What kind of guy are you? You a Real Madrid guy? You a Barcelona guy? I like. Uh, I like. Uh, uh, I don't like either really. I are like, you? A uh, I like. Guy, I yeah. like Atletico. I like Atletico. They're a good team. Uh-huh. I like. Well, Aguero plays for Barcelona, right? I don't even think he's touched the field. He's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he technically plays for them, but. He hasn't done shit he yet. Hasn't, he hasn't played a minute, correct? Correct. Yes. Well, yeah. So anyway, that's that's the, wild. Wild. I'll season. answer. Can I answer Irene's question real quick? Sure. For this season, anyway, I would choose Real Madrid because of uh, Hazard and because of Benzema. I really like Benzema. Big Benz, baby. Yeah, and I the players on Barcelona don't. I don't give a shit about, but Real Madrid has some good players. To me, yeah, they're the more fun team to watch. I think, yeah, this, this year. Um, Isco, on. yeah. I said Isco. Isco, okay. That's uh, like, is he, yeah. So, so moving to um, a former Man City player, former Arsenal player. <laughs> Picture is making its rounds today, and Arine's made his background MBS. I think. Oh my god, <laughs> having. By the way, to those listening to the pod, Arine's having fun with his Zoom backgrounds. Um, we should we should have video. This is a wild background. You have. I should really get rid of this because if I actually have a Zoom meeting and it's important, show <laughs> <with> MBS. <laughs> on, bro. You have like an interview, and MBS is your background. <laughs> that would be wild. I feel like they would be like, nope. Um, and and yeah, maybe yeah. Anyway, uh, so so the picture that's making its round is of 34 year old Samir Nasri. Who, who's retired for a year now. Um, I'm sure we've all seen it by now. Uh, uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. 
I've seen That's video of him playing too. He actually had like a cheeky chip over someone for an assist. So he still got <laughs> oh, really? Skills. He still has the skills. It was in a Legends of Marseille game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's only been retired for a year. And yeah. people have compared his his body to um, you know, 36 body? year old. 30, well, it's, it's looking like mine right now. <laughs> compared him to 36 year old Ronaldo, 40 year old Ibrahimovic. Um, uh, you know, Samir oh, Nasri was a really fun player. Uh, and I'm sure he probably still is. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this body shaming of Samir Nasri today? Funny. Uh, yeah, I think it's funny too. There's someone that looks almost identical to Samir Nazari, body shape wise. I'm okay with it. Yeah, he he had his time in the in the sun. He played professional soccer for plenty plenty long enough. He can put That's on true. a couple pounds when he's fucking 36. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to lose weight when you're 36. That's true. That's definitely true. The other thing too is. You know, you remember there were actually a few moments in 2016, I think it was, when he was with City that he he was taken out of the team because he was quote unquote overweight at the time, and I mean it's nothing like it is now. So, um, but yeah, I can't wait to see uh, Eden Hazard when he's 36. Okay. He's, yeah, exactly. he's, he's well getting into the kebabs already. He's mate. thick. He's thick with two C's. He's a thick boy. Thick boy. Oh um, yes. Irene, you know who else scored in that uh, that match? The Olympic Marseille match. Dragba? No, uh, it's a Formula One guy. Who who scored? Pierre Gasly. Top lad. Yeah. Wait, what was the score in the game? I don't. I don't know. Oh, I just said who scored in it and stuff. Or yeah, I saw. I I, I mean, know. it was a celebrity game, so like people weren't really trying. You know. Yeah. But, I saw highlights from it. Actually, yeah, it seemed like a pretty fun game. Like so. Yeah, those games are always kind of fun. There's always kind of like cheeky things going on i'll send the clip of a fat of fat samir Najid though chipping someone for a cheeky <laughs> assist it was impressive to say the least but i was gonna say i'm pretty sure he was a huge asshole back in the day too though so um i think anyone that makes fun of him has every right to do so so <laughs> yes and please send that to our our intern at the footy corner too and we'll uh we'll get that retweeted out so when people are listening to this uh this morning or today on friday uh, that they'll have a good idea of, of what happened. Um, I do want a quick, a, a bit of a, a quick, serious message before we get back into some banter and talk. Um, David Brooks, uh, I think he's a Bournemouth player, also played for Wales, has been diagnosed with stage two Hodgkin lymphoma. Uh, but they're saying it looks like they've gotten it in the earlier stages and they're hoping for a good recovery. Um, so I'm hoping for uh, for the best for David Brooks. Um, so shout out to David Brooks from the pod. And uh, yeah, there's that talk there. I just want to mention that um, as Arian changes his background to Fat Samir Nasri, I had to hold my laughter <laughs> for that. Uh, <laughs> um, so Shit, I'm not even that fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Oh my gosh. Well, that's how I look. Maybe not that much. What if he's still married uh, to the smoke show, like model wife? I'm like that off, actually. I mean, he's got money. So, all right. I have so there was something that was brought up by Jamie O'Hara. You guys have you guys heard of Jamie O'Hara, former Spurs? Um Wolf's player too, right? Yeah, I think so. He's on Talk Sport a lot. He brought oh, up a, a statement and he he thought and he said that he said that Norwich is an embarrassment to the Premier League. Uh and he thinks that the Premier League as a division should have just 18 teams in the future. You know, he's saying that some of the really bad teams. So that it gets ridiculous with a team like Norwich, who has yet to win a game 
they're nothing but them. Like new, he, he pointed out Southampton, Newcastle, Burnley, Norwich. Uh, he used the term dross. These teams are dross. So, uh, you know, do you agree with him that having 18 would make the league more interesting, more competitive? I don't think it's going to ever happen. I don't think teams and owners would, would do this. Uh, but do you think having an 18 team league would make it more competitive and more interesting on a week in week out basis? So every team he listed other than Norwich has made European competition in the last seven years. That's okay. So yeah. No, you make so a point fuck off. <laughs> Maybe eight years. Yeah. I think oh, that's wow. a checkmate. I've right? been a lot of chess lately. That's a checkmate. If I've ever seen one. I think so. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Norwich is just a different, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a different club. It's a different model of a sports club, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what you want them to do. They win the, they win the championship every time they're down there. And then they, they just have a model where they can, make money, I guess, by getting promoted and then getting relegated. Yeah, that's the system. I mean, what I can do you see want, these... what do you want them to do? Even even with 18 teams, Norwich is still going to win the championship and get promoted and they'll be and they'll finish 18th mm-hmm. instead of 20th. Like what the fuck do you want? You're still going to have Norwich in the Premier League. And look at what Bradford, <laughs> look at what Bradford's doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, uh, yeah, I miss but I'm still assuming you'd have three down, three up. I, I don't know. I think his thought is that you take you take out the diluted, you know, all the championship players come to the Premier League. So your Premier League players are spread amongst 18 instead of 20. You know, that's how I see it. And um, I mean, I do think that it would be a little more competitive for the 16, 17, 18 spots. Uh, but yeah, Germany, I, I, does that. Germany does that. They have 18 teams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so. I think England has the depth as a, as a league or as money, I guess is really the phrase uh, yeah. to do 20, but I, I don't know if it were 18, it might get more exciting at the end with relegation. Who knows? But yeah, you'd still have your 18th place team won't be much better, but who knows about 16, 17? I don't know. You're right. It, it's tough to tell, but anyway, that was just a topic brought up. Anything well, else? I, I think you hit the nail on the head is that England has enough money that even the 18, 19, 20 teams, can have good enough players yeah yeah that's true that's true so we'll see what happens there uh, yeah. i want to know your guys' thoughts on at the footy corner two uh jeff better league with 18 or 20 20 okay he likes 20 everyone likes to keep it that's so let's do that uh as if we have control let's <laughs> now do this before and we're going to do another mount rushmore because i like to keep that going before we get to that i think we can we do have time to slip in a little quick Nonce of the week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. And uh, this time we have straight up four, uh, four nominees. Um, number one, one of them is a group of ex NBA players. Uh, this one to me kind of went under the radar. I don't think I really heard about this until I was really listening to a podcast. Um, I think it got slipped in because it happened maybe Friday or Saturday over the weekend, but um, there's a kind of a network of players, of former NBA players who pocketed $2.5 million. They put $4 million in claims and, and pocketed $2.5 million illegally by defrauding the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan. Um, for instance, you know, uh, 
I was hearing one of the players uh, had a false claim uh, of getting a root canal for a really large amount of money. Um, but he wasn't even in the country when he, when he got it, they didn't name who exactly did what, uh, but Terrence Williams is said to be the mastermind <laughs> behind this. Um, also taking part of it, maybe the more most famous player, the one that's most known is Glenn Big Baby Davis, uh, <laughs> was a part of this. Uh, Shannon Brown, Marvin Eli, Ruben Patterson, Darius Miles, uh, Tony Roten are some NBA players that average double digits that took part in this. Um, you know, but again, uh, Sebastian Telfair is another player. Um, mm-hmm. Which is crazy because these guys combined to make $343 million on the court. So why are you defrauding $2.5 million through health insurance? The two, the two sports where their players are terrible at managing money, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's always the NBA number one and NFL is a close second. Yeah. Like yeah. They're just, like they're just terrible with money. Yeah. Do you think that's because these players get thrown so much money, like right away they get guarantees, whereas like in baseball, you have to earn it where you come up. In hockey, you get your entry-level contract, you know, you start in the minors, whereas like in the NBA, you go straight in. In the NFL, you go straight in your star. I think a lot, I think a lot of people help these players lose their money. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The inner circles, yeah. uh, the, the agents. Yeah. Um, and like I think these guys also, go to a strip club. And, and 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 they'll drop like forty k or something. Yeah. yeah. That, well, now you're broke. That would be. <laughs> Shout out Antoine Walker. Um, I I will say though, like who who is the victim in this situation? It's it's a fucking health insurance company. Cry me a fucking river. <laughs> so Brian does not think the players are nonsense. Well, we have other we have other potentials. We have other potentials. So yeah, those are the end. Uh, Tony Allen is another player that was named in that, by the way, and he was supposed to get his. Jersey retired by, I think, Memphis. I'm not sure if that'll still happen. Tony Allen was going to get his jersey retired. Bro, Memphis. <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck Tony Allen is. <laughs> yeah, they need to reevaluate. He like, was an all star for like one year. I think. But he was <laughs> right. so, so they're the ex NBA players. They're one potential nonce. We have the hungry fans. Um, England was mad about the result. Well, apparently, a hungry spectator um, racially abused uh, a steward. Man, really rough going for stewards these days. Um, but <laughs> as as this guy was being arrested, apparently other spectators came in and threw punches uh, at the steward. Again, this is I think the second time on this episode or on this show we've talked about stewards getting beaten up. Um, and this follows last month when these teams played in Budapest. Uh, the fans actually made uh, chance at Raheem racist chance at Raheem Sterling and Jude Bellingham. Uh, so, you know, this is a, an ongoing thing with the hungry fans. Uh, you know, I'm not sure why they haven't been stripped of watching these matches. They should be playing in empty stadiums and behind closed doors. Uh, so I don't know. Hungry fans. What are your guys thoughts on hungry fans with this uh, racial abusing a store, abusing a store on the road and then attacking him? If they kick him out of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> like, like don't before, let fans. before people die, like, like mm-hmm. Liverpool went and killed thirty-eight Italians, oh and then they got they got kicked out of they got England kicked out of Europe, and uh-huh. deservedly so. I don't, it was I, strategic, I, right? Everton didn't get to do anything, right? <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ! Well, it's what you expect from mass murder FC. 
Um, well, any- <laughs> I, agree, I agree that like if, if they continue to do this also shout out stewards, my boy, Anthony, um, Stewart at the White Sox game and also <laughs> at Blackhawks games. That's me in the 100 level for free. So he's a top lad. <laughs> so stewards are awesome. Um, I became friends with one because I went to so many games, um, Blackhawks games. But yeah, I agree. If they keep doing shit like this, just kick them out. Like first, yeah. do you do empty stadiums or do you just kick them out? Kick them out. Yeah, I mean, if the empty stadiums aren't working, uh, if they, yeah, I guess you just kick them out. Um, so. Yeah. Now, how well, empty stadiums would have to work because you wouldn't have any racist fans <laughs> right, in the game that's if it's was... an empty stadium. That's true, but so, then they could still come to the other team stadium. Like they they came to England, but that, that yeah, them yeah, true. That. Ban them from that. But how are you gonna? That's racist, isn't it? You can't do. That. But I don't <laughs> think it's racist. But I don't know how you're gonna ban them. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Then yeah, maybe uh, yeah. If, if it's away fans, then just say, "Hey, hungry, you're not gonna fucking play UEFA games." Yeah. I like that idea. I never thought of that. Just kick them out of Europe, kick them out of UEFA or at least competitions for now, uh, kick them out of the world cup qualifying and the next euros and then say, all right, well, that's almost like the death sentence for that team, but, but ungregsit. Ungregsit. it's over. There's, there's no, other way. I, I don't know how else you can fucking get people to stop being racist. That's true. Or, or like Jeff said, even leading to potentially someone dying. Um, yeah. Yeah, that could happen too. Uh, yeah, so there's hungry fans who I think. Speaking of racist, what, who's the next nonce? Yeah, <laughs> the next one we have here is John Gruden. Uh, he he has resigned. He wasn't fired. He has resigned because of homophobic, misogynistic, and racist emails that have been sent to various people within the NFL for the past uh, ten years. It's, it wasn't like it was just ten years ago. Which the original report said that it, you know it was just based on one comment made to the NFLPA guy. And he apologized for that. And we're like, okay, you know, this is still pretty bad. And then like more came out. And then like, I think it came out that he called Roger Goodell a pussy. Like it got really bad. And so basically uh, John Cruden has, is probably will never coach for a team again. Thank God. You know, so, um, you know, and I, and I get there are times you think, oh, you you know, you could sit there and say, really, they caught him for something 10 years ago, but this is ongoing. Like you can't, you know, it, was se- it was seven years worth of emails from like 2011 right. to 2017, I think. Yes. Yeah. It was not a one time thing that was 10 years ago. It was as other people, as other situations have been described, it's systemic. It, yeah. It's who he is and what he does. And yeah, he was rightfully, rightfully uh, removed from his job. Some, some of the language used, and I, and I apologize, I won't go too overboard, but some of the, Language use in emails. Gruden called leagues commissioner Roger Goodell a clueless anti-football pussy. Uh, he said that uh, Goodell should not have pressured Jeff Fisher, then coach of the Rams, to draft "quote unquote" queers as a reference to drafting Michael Sam, who was the gay player that was chosen in 2014. Oh, I did not know that. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, there were just some awful. I mean, th- and this, I, I'm sharing like well, wasn't I'm it, sure things he, that aren't as. I mean, these are bad, but he said. Did he, he say Ed, was it Ed Reed? He said Ed Reed shouldn't be in football for protesting the national yeah, anthem. He, he did say that. Yes, he I'm did say that. He, he was he was coaching against the Bears. Yeah, well, um, I think he originally yeah. got caught for describing uh, Smith, uh, the NFLPA guy, uh, and I think that was right after that game, or maybe it was just before. It was right before. Got, Right that's before. the only one I had heard of. That's something, and something about his, that they, yeah. Something about his lips. Yes. There's a racist comment about his lips. And then he he basically like 
played it off. Oh, I just, I described someone as having rubber lips by as if they're lying. And I I think I read an article. It's not like in the 15 years he's been on TV, he's never made that comment of someone lying, having rubber lips or something like, no, that was just a fucking racist comment that you tried to make an excuse for. Yeah. And, and so thankfully he, everything else was, was released and he, he was exposed. Yeah. And he sent a lot of other things about women, uh, women referees. Um, yep. I believe he sent pornographic material in his emails too to other people. Um, so yeah, he's, he's wild. Um, so there's John Gruden for you in a nutshell. And, and finally there's Felipe Hernandez. Uh, he plays for sporting Kansas city. He's been suspended by MLS for being engaged in the extensive and unlawful sports gambling. Um, he suspended the rest of the 2021 season without pay for betting on two MLS matches while he's a member of Sporting Kansas City. He did not bet on, it, I will say he did not bet on any Sporting Kansas City matches, but he did still bet on MLS matches. Like I'm putting him here not because I'm denouncing him gambling, but like how stupid do you have to be to gamble like the league that you're in? Like, I'm like what are you doing? <laughs> Apparently he's got a big problem. Oh really? Is that what it is? Does he's he got has he lost a lot of money in like other? Yeah, there's money? people. At, there's people after him, and he went to the oh. league. He went to the league to like help me. These guys are gonna kill me. Oh, uh, oh fuck! <laughs> so the league threw him in this program and suspended him. Oh my Jeez. goodness! Well, this yeah. so- Let's fucking download DraftKings, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah, they can't, and they can't. So you fucking deal with bookies for they fucking break your legs. I don't think maybe where he's at has um, <coughs> betting legalized. That's oh, Missouri. Yeah, or Kansas. that's wild. Uh, okay, so yeah, well, we'll put it up for vote at the Footy Corner too. I want to hear your guys' votes again. We have the ex NBA players who pocketed two point five million dollars illegally by defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan, even though they've made many, many more. Uh, millions, I think around 330 million. We have the hungry fans who's uh, in which a spectator racially abused a steward. And as he was being arrested, the other spectators punched the steward. Uh, then we have John Gruden for, uh, for his, he had to resign because of homophobic, misogynistic and racist emails to the NFL the past 10 years. And Felipe Hernandez for uh, betting on MLS and, and apparently almost getting killed. Uh, so <laughs> I'll uh, I'll start with uh, Jeff. Who's your Who's your nonsense? This guys. I'd uh, say the racist coach. The racist coach. He's going John Gruden. Uh, yeah. Brian. I'm going to say hungry fans, just because I don't want to give any more attention to to John Gruden. Just let him okay. fade fade away. Just get That's him good. out of the world. So also <laughs> hungry fans. Stop talking okay. about John Gruden. Arine. <laughs> I sorry, Brian, but I'm gonna have to vote for John. I understand. I understand. He he is the true nonce of the week, but I just don't want him to get any more attention, whether good or bad. Because he he checkmarked just about every box in there. So um. <laughs> because he hates he, he hates everyone in the world other than white males, rich rich white males. Yeah, Keyshawn Johnson came out and spoke about him on one of these shows and said, actually, that as a, as a human, he was pretty like bad human. Like he wasn't, I guess it's easy to do that once this has happened, but yeah, yeah he was just saying like, he's, he wasn't what you saw on TV, but anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, whew, how, what route should I go? I, I'm going to change it up here. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, John Gruden and hungry to me. Yes. 
all of these, these are major nonces. Um, but I'm going to give a case to these NBA players that, <laughs> that decided that they wanted to defraud 2.5 million. I mean, you've got 330 plus million. Is it worth going to jail for that? To me, that was, uh, I mean, the others are really dumb decisions. Those are intentionally dumb decisions. I think these are, uh, this was an unintentional dumb decision that, so I thought that was just as a comedy kind of joke thing. I'm going to throw them in there, but yeah, obviously to me, hungry and John Gruden are going to run away with this. I think John Gruden will run away with it to be fair. Um, but we'll see how the votes come in. I have an idea of how it'll go. Uh, all right, guys, it's that time of the show where we're going to go into the Mount Rushmore. Um, and before we get into Mount Rushmore this week, I do want to share last week's results. We, since we had five people, I couldn't fit us all into one poll. So we had two rounds. Uh, in the first round, we had uh, Arine, Nikhil, and myself. Arine won that one, uh, 54%, and then Nikhil and I each had 23. Uh, Brian and Patterson faced off in the other one. Patterson won 67 to 33%. Votes were um, rigged. Patterson created he he hired Russian bots to vote for him. <laughs> so so then yeah then it came to the final between Arine and Patterson, um, and Arine did win sixty two percent to thirty eight. Uh, which I, I'm and let me say this I'm going to mention this don't get you know don't get mad. Many many times you've had Mount Rushmores that have been very good and they've defeated me fair and square. Mate, you had buttered toast on here. How <laughs> How did the butter do the same thing? Everyone has, everyone can make, and it tastes good, and it takes like five seconds to make. <laughs> but yeah, but but you gotta be for the people, man. I you gotta be. That's just what it is. That's I've been in that situation. I've made myself some butter. Maybe you should make some butter you toast tonight while you're grading papers. Well, what I'm seeing here is I think the power move, like the one thing that people really like, that's what takes it. A lot of people Taco like your Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. Yep, I was Taco about to say Bell. the same thing. Taco Bell won you the draft. But but I Brian, so. here's what I'm saying. I, I this is so. not I never vote, I never make these picks for the people. My brother knows. Know. Yeah. I oh, have yeah. a oh, very no, unhealthy obsession with Taco Bell, which is why I currently look like Carlos Rodon right now. <laughs> no, we believe you. No, 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 I, mean, no. yeah. I agree. I think you did stay true to yourself here. Yeah. I just think we, we're saying that Taco Bell won you the whole thing. And, and Taco Bell was a great pick, to be honest. It yes, was it was. Pick. Very and, good third round pick. Real quick on Taco Bell, Arene tweeted something. I forget what you you tweeted, Arene. The red said, flag. Oh, the red flag thing. thing. Like people that don't like Taco Bell is a red flag. And, <laughs> and I responded, I was like, you know what? I I used to say I didn't like Taco Bell, and then I recently tried it, and I was like, "Yeah, Taco Bell is fucking fire. It's great." Yes. And then Steve responded to that and said, "You got to try the uh, breakfast Crunchwrap Supreme." I was, this was yesterday. This morning, I went to Taco Bell and I got myself a breakfast <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme. It was fucking delicious. <laughs> I've never had the breakfast Crunchwrap. I got to have. I, I was full for the entire day, though. I had a salad and a banana for breakfast or for lunch after that. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and I was, I was still full at dinner. Oh, Taco Bell counts as a vegetable in Indiana. <laughs> the country the, the Supreme breakfast country Supreme had potato in it. So that was my, that was yeah, my be- vegetable for the day. That's, that's your greens for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I love the, it. The, the sad, I don't know if it's sad, but Jeff thinks he's making fun of me. But it's not making fun of me if it's the truth. <laughs> there you go. Like, you're absolutely right. <laughs> there you go. Amazing. Um, and then uh, 
Nikhil said, Nikhil asked the same thing we just did. How is Butter Toast winning at this? Who in their right mind is making toast at midnight? And Arian said, this is a personal attack. Uh, hey, well, yeah, I mean, I, I made it the other day while watching Squid Game. I made Butter Toast again. Oh, I need to watch. I mean, I think it's good. I just was shocked that that, that list with you, you had a relatively healthy list in it one. So, um, you know, fair play. Uh, I'm, so I'm not this, a Hummus fan, but but everything else was good. That's it. Yeah. I did vote for Patterson in the final. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was the hot Cheetos. I was a big hot Cheetos guy. I actually, honestly, um, I would have picked his over my own. So <laughs> that's when, you know, um, you know, uh, but let me go to, let's go to this week's, uh, with the upcoming holiday, uh, of Halloween coming up. And I don't think we're going to have a panel before that. Um, and, and if we do, we might mix in or, we have more than a couple of guests. We might mix in another game, another thing that we're in the, in the works. Uh, but with the theme, we're going to go with Halloween candy. I know we did do this last year, but I think it was just myself and Arine that did this. So I, I think I did it too. Did you, you did? Okay. So, well, we get another chance. Jeff get, Jeff's in on this. Okay. Wait, um, I have a question. Do they have Halloween in Canada? Really? I love it. I don't oh know. You have, you, you have fucking uh, Thanksgiving at a different time. I don't okay, know. Happy Thanksgiving, Jeff. Yeah, we have it at the correct time. <laughs> yes, happy Thanksgiving to Jeff. That's true. Um, you guys had Thanksgiving, what, Monday? Yeah. There you go. So, yes. shout out. Did, what did you have? What did you eat? Uh, the usual. It's the usual in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shouldn't ask who's Beaver, but anyway. Um, Stir up. <laughs> so I'm going to hit this deep random. Fried, deep fried Beaver maple syrup. Oh, God. I'm going to hit randomize just to and prove to you that this is not. So the draft order is yep. being calculated, and it is. Yes. All right. Ryan is first. Jeff is second. I'm so happy about over. being first. Ryan is first, Jeff is second, Arene is third, and I get the nice good old fourth round pick, but it's a snake draft. It comes back around. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and share that screen um, so we can all see the little draft board. I know this is bad potting, but okay. The draft board is up. Brian, you're up with the first Halloween uh, candy. There's no hesitation. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Oh, I think you were in. Without a doubt. I think you were in it last well, time. You if your theory is head. right, if your theory is right, Brian just won the whole draft. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find I gotta, out. I got a trick up my sleeve. Oh, what is this? Jeff, you're up next. What is your trick up your sleeve? Oh, he's reaching into his pants. I don't know how this is going to work. Canadian Reese's peanut butter cup. What the fuck is Canadian? We get three. You guys get two. Okay. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> That counts? Wait, is it the exact same yes, thing, though? Nope, nope, nope. Yo. Wait, is there a different oh, wait, I'm ingredient? I'm flag. I'm throwing a challenge flag nope. on that yeah. one. Nope. No, recently, we're talking Canadian. to Halloween candy. It's we're talking the, the single the single Halloween cup. The single you cup. Get, you guys don't pumpkin. get full bars? No. Does this have anything? Only is this a new ingredient? Is wow. there maple syrup in yours? Yes. Reese's peanut butter no. cup covers... The, the little guys, yes. the single cups, the, the full trees, candy the bars, pumpkins. the exercise. Yeah. The, yeah. Do you guys the, have it in for me because I'm Canadian? 
You do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm not going to let that. I thought it maybe had a different ingredient, but no, we're not giving you were, it. You were actually putting it until we contested it. That's it, crazy. If, if the Canadian peanut butter cup had like some kind of syrup or honey with it, yeah. that would be fucking fire. Or like bacon or something? Yeah. All right. Okay. So what's 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 your actual pick? Uh, coffee crisp. Okay, coffee. I've heard of that. I haven't had. It I don't. Before. I don't know coffee crisp. Canadian I have a feeling chocolate. we'd like it's it. It's a Canadian chocolate bar, and that's why I'm not going to win. That's what we get. <laughs> Mate, if you share so, this, if you retweet this and share this with the Canadian friends, you might win. You got to do hashtag Canada, hashtag Canadian yeah. candy, hashtag yeah. Halloween Canada. No, if we hashtag, hashtag Canada, he'll actually win. No, we won't <laughs> hashtag it, but he can. No one says no one says you, Brian. He will. <laughs> no one says you can't retweet it. So, so mate, Jeff, if you if you see it, retweet and do all the hashtags you want, and same with everyone else. You can hashtag anyone you want. If you want to, if you, for instance, Brian, you could hashtag Reese's, and everyone that likes Reese's might vote for you. Anyway, yeah, I will. Um, so that's a way to get us to retweet and get votes. So people at the Footy Corner Two are in Europe. Uh, Kit Kat, without a doubt. Kit Kat, number two. Ryan's going with Kit Kat, without a doubt. Um, that's a very good pick. That the best way from the, man, best way from the planet. These were near the top of my list. The night, the nice thing about having the first, uh, the the fourth and fifth picks, that I can mix it up a little bit here. So I know I get my, I'm going to first get my nice sweet pick out of the way. I'm you know you know candy wise, I'm a big Skittles guy. Uh-huh. Love my love Skittles. Skittles. Love Skittles. Yeah, they're so good. Um, after Marshawn Lynch used to say he ate skills for beast mode, I took uh, a bunch to my foot, my flag football games and ate some there in between plays. So that was, <laughs> it was good. Um, so there's Skittles. And then I'm glad this came to me. Didn't know it would for the chocolate side of things. Um, I'd say my top pick is Reese's. Um, and then it, Kit Kat's up to now. I got two of them here that I could pick between, but I'm going to go Twix. Oh, yes. Twix. I'm Twix pick over the, other one. the other one that I'm no. hoping I'm going to pick it. What is it? Because this was my pick over Twix. Butterfingers? Oh, nope. That's not mine. Okay. Okay. Well, that's my Butterfinger. Shout out Simpsons. They're the ones that bought it. When they (laughs) advertised it, I got it and I liked it. (laughs) I knew you were going to pick that one. I actually had a feeling you would at some point. Jeff, it's back to you. Uh, Ketchup chips. Oh, those are those are actually good. I've, get, I've had those. You get those at Halloween. Got them in England. Yeah, got them in England. Yeah. They're really good. You why wouldn't you go ch- all dressed? Hmm? Why wouldn't yeah. you go all dressed? All dressed is hit or miss. Depends on depending on who's making it. But uh, uh-huh. ketchup chips for sure. Wait, genuine question: Do they have Walkers in uh, Canada? Is that Walkers there? Oh, that's the British chip, right? Yeah. yeah they, yeah. Do you guys have like Lay's or is it Walkers or what is it? We have, we have everything, but like we have Canadian flavors like all dressed and uh, ketchup. Yeah. The, the all dressed ruffles are fucking electric. Every time they have them, we'll buy them, but it's rare. I think ever well, since Corona, you guys don't ship us stuff. <laughs> but but you get you'll get like a bag of those if you're if you're like an eleven year old trick or treating. Oh yeah. Oh okay. That's awesome. That's a good That's idea. Awesome. That's to a give good... away like chips and shit. That's you guys don't get like chips. That's no, like the, it's that's only that's the candy. Number, that's the number one thing. Chips. Oh, I would love to get candy. chips. As a kid, Unless I was you go to some bullshit house that gives you like fucking apples and the toothbrush or some shit. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's probably going to be Ashton and Caitlin giving away toothbrushes. I won't let that happen. Absolutely <laughs> okay, good. won't let that happen. Well, you're going to give away bullshit like almond joy. Hey, don't hate. Don't hate on almond joy. Don't I'm hate not on taking almond joy. joy. You can you can draft it if you want. If you want to well, lose. 
I have it up here somewhere. I have a lot of picks. I have a lot of things up take here. It, so, take um, it four. You've got okay. two picks, Brian. What are you taking? Yeah. I cannot believe this made it all the way. Snickers. Yep. That was the one like I was thinking of. Snickers. Yeah. I was between t- Twix and Snickers. I like both of them a lot. So that's a very solid. Literally, Reese's and Snickers, top two candies for me. Yeah. There you go. You got your top two. Are you going to yeah. get a, a top three here or no? Nah, Skittles is number three. There you um, go. Oh, you know what? No. M&M's. Oh, shit. Well, which kind? Does it matter? Yeah. No, uh, they're all. Yeah, do I do I, Wait, I all, you get them all? Yeah, yeah we, that's, that's not fair. Can I have a specific have, like, kind? Kit Kats. Kit Kat. right, give, me, give me peanut M&M's then. Damn it. Oh. Yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't take that one. I like peanut M&M's. Peanut, okay. peanut butter M&M's are my favorite, but you don't uh-huh. get those at Halloween. You get peanut M&M's, and yeah, they're better than regular electric. M&M's. Electric. All right, Jeff, you're up. <laughs> uh, regular M&M's. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why Jeff was fighting that one so hard. <laughs> Jeff is just fucking copying me. He tried to take Reese's, then he's taking them. Yeah, it means he likes your picks, mate. Um, Ari, yeah. what do you have next? Oh, I'm gonna go with Jolly Ranchers. Oh, Ranchers. Okay, so Jolly you're getting your Ranchers. sugar fix in. Oh, yeah. Oh, I said Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a wild name for a candy. Getting your sugar fix in too. There, I saw you had two chocolate pits to start off. Yeah, um, little sweet, uh, sugary pick. Okay, so this is one I didn't. I don't know how I missed this one before. Okay. Um, if you're lucky, you'll get you obviously you don't get the full size bar, but the Hershey's cookies and cream. Ooh, you know which one I'm talking about? Yep, yep. Yes. those are good. Yep, yes, they're like uh, it's almost like having like Oreos with white chocolate, like uh-huh. chips with white. It's so good, it's just so good that I didn't, you know, I didn't have it on yeah, the last time, and I made the uh, the panic buy of Almond Joy, which I do like Almond Joy, I do like it. Um, it's not a hit. Um, you're catering. I'm not, I'm not catering. You're I'm not catering. catering. No, because you're I have catering. a few. You're not going to win anyway, mate. I have a few here that I'm in between. Okay. Now that I've made that pick, I'm like, do I go sugar? Do I go chocolate? I'm going to have to go with. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not going to win anyway. I'm taking my boys almond joy right here. <laughs> Be true to yourself, mate. I'm a big coconut guy. I like the coconut in there. I like the almond. Let's go. It's better than mounds. Boom, straight up. I don't think there are any arguments there. Um, but yeah, almond joy. It's I, you know, anyone that gets it, save it for me. When I come to your house, I'll collect. Can I can I can you get almond joys without the coconut? Uh you know what if, Those if are just it had chocolate covered almonds, which are if it had caramel almonds. in it, would you like it? If it had caramel instead of coconuts with the almond? Yeah, anything instead of coconut would be fine. Okay. Nougat, yeah, my, yeah. caramel. My wife's, my wife's the chocolate. same way. She hates almond joy, too. Um, anyway, uh, Arine, what's your last pick? Just going based off when I opened up the bag, I was thinking, um, you know those little shots of nerds? So nerds. Yep. Uh-huh. yep, that was on my list too. Those are so easy and they tasted so good. You just open it, rip it, and it's done. Like it was simple, yep. easy, tasted good. It was kids' cocaine back in the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, kids' cocaine was a uh, baby um, bottle pop. No, what are those? The pixie sticks. Pixie sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally. Legit. Which Legit. literally kids in middle school snorted pixie sticks. 
<laughs> that's that's what I was gonna say. Uh, on my bus, Denzel <laughs> used to snort baby bottle pop. I kicked <laughs> off the bus for doing it all the time. That's wild. That is absolutely wild. Shout out Denzel. Um, I don't know where he's at now, but shout out Denzel. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, what are you going with? Okay, so every year there's uh, one candy gets talked about on Halloween more than any other. It's on the news. It's oh, everywhere. Fuck. Weed edibles. Oh, oh okay. wait, this is <laughs> I'm, I'm accepting <laughs> it. <laughs> no. I thought you were going to say candy corn. They're, check, check your kids' candy. They're giving away marijuana cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to accept it. Play on. This is adult Halloween. Yeah. I mean, it's possible you might get cool. some weed, especially these days. Damn, I guess I'm going to treating this year then, eh? <laughs> places they're legal. Maybe someone's been doing their own edibles and they for, they lose track of what's candy, what's edibles, and they drop in their gummies. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. What's um, that Ryan? city? Jeff, what's that city in, in Canada you said my brother's going to live in? We should go Guelph. trick-or-treating there. Oh, Guelph. Go to Guelph. <laughs> you might get yourself Shout out Guelph. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, I am. Maybe one day I will live in Guelph. I'm ready. Uh, Brian, you're picking Andy Irrelevant. Last yeah, I, I, I could pick like a bag full of dog shit and still win this draft after my oh, first wow. three picks. But <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take Afshin's favorite strip club candy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Starburst. <laughs> I got to get some get some fruity sugar in my in my draft. <laughs> so for those that that don't know about this, I, I will share this really briefly. Um, we were at a bachelor party once. Uh, uh, Trevor, shout out Trevor. Um, and yeah, they yeah, that's where we went. Uh, one of the stops was the the club, and um, you know, in the bathrooms when you go in, they have uh, you know mints. They may have you know. Uh, soaps or whatever and then sometimes they have starbursts and so this particular one had starburst mind you we had been drinking all night so i'm smashed like i i'm like the level of smashed i am is i can barely stand i was like <laughs> yeah. leaning against a column at this establishment because man could not stand which what so, was the establishment's name can you say it to me or type it in the thing uh, I don't remember honestly, what it was. I don't remember. Like that's how gone I was. Okay. I have. I'll ask Trevor one day, and I'll get. I'll get this back to you. Right. Um, so, so we're at this establishment, and you know, I have to go to the bathroom, and I go, and then you know, as I wash my hands, there's an attendant at the the sink or whatever, and being hammered, not really knowing the the etiquette or the rules, I gave a dollar, and I literally <laughs> scooped up two handfuls of Starbursts and put them in my pockets and left and uh, went back to my little column that I was leaning on. And, and as the strippers passed by, I just offered them Starburst and they, they all got pissed at me because they thought I was asking for something for the Starburst, but I was just offering them as a drunk person, anyone. And so I'm lucky I didn't get kicked out, but, but yeah. Very, very, very that, lucky, which is why and, I asked. And that's how I met your mother. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Yeah, so that's the uh, Starburst story. That was the night of Skinny Kobe. The, uh, yep. the Mo oh, Farah, Mo Farah won the race. It was on delay, and I hadn't. I was so gone once again, not thinking that in London it was like six in the morning. So there's no way he's actually racing. Betting everyone in the bar that he was going to lose. I was like, this guy stinks. There's no way he's going to win. Not knowing he's the best racer, 
He started in last. I started cheering. Everyone knew though from checking their phone, he had won. So I had to buy everyone shots that night and I took many, many Jaeger bombs were great. Yeah. So anyway, that's the story behind the starburst. So Brian rounds it out. Um, Again, the picks are Brian has Reese's peanut butter cup, Snickers, peanut M&M's starburst. Jeff has. I win. I win. I win. I'm going to need my army. I'm going to need my army to show up strong for this voting. Ketchup chips, regular M&M's. Nerd nerd army for a ring. (laughs) Hashtag nerds. (laughs) Arine has Kit Kats, Butterfingers, Jolly Ranchers, and nerds. And I have Skittles, Twix, Hershey's. Uh, cookies and cream and almond joy. We will be able to fit all four of them in, hopefully in one for you to vote for, although it'll be tough to write them in. So I might shorten some of these. So, uh, or sorry, the intern will shorten some of these and uh, the voting will begin uh, tomorrow morning or tonight and we'll let it roll and see who's, uh, who's candy draft wins. I think for the first time in the history of Mount Rushmore, I will not be voting for my own. So there's that. Um, do, do <laughs> I, I think wanna... I will get 100% of the vote. Wow, this man's very confident. Outside of this pod. Do we well we'll see. Outside do of we want, you. Do we want to say any of the other candies we were thinking about? Does anyone have a list? Uh I, I have a bunch. Do you want me to just list mine off? Yeah. All right. So I was looking at, and here are some that people probably hate. So so don't you when you hear these, but I got York peppermint patties. Oh my god, I love York. York. But they're amazing. They're not a big Halloween candy, I don't think. That's true. Although some of, I have seen the orange, I saw the orange filling, a York with the orange oh, filling in the store the other day. It was pretty wild. That. So that, that's what made me think about that one. I like this. I no one York. likes this one. Candy corn. No one likes candy no. corn. But I like candy corn. I don't like candy corn. Um, so there's Johnny, that. Johnny, my, my son loves candy corn. Yes. Okay. So he and I, we're going to eat candy corn together. Um, <laughs> then we got Baby Ruth was out there. I thought Baby Ruth was good. Yeah. Uh, Airheads, the little mini ones now uh-huh. that they give out. Um some people like Sour Patch Kids. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Sour Patch Kids. Good, <laughs> good shout. Swedish Fish. Yes, Swedish also. Fish is another one. Uh, 100 Grand is is, oh, is decent. <gasps> 100 Grand and Crunch Bar, they're on like the decent range. Um, and one that, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Pops is another one, yes. And does your Reese's take, uh, take Fives? That's different, right? Because it's got pretzels. Take Five is different, yeah. Okay, so that one's take, pretty take good. Take Fives, too. all right. But um, what is it? I think it's a Reese's Fast Break. Okay. Is that the but, same? But that's considered the same. No, that's that's different than a Take 5. Really? Okay. Oh, that no, that's different from a Take 5, but it's close enough to actually like a peanut butter cup, though, right? I mean, it's just no. in part. It's got, then, it's got some other stuff in it. I also had Whoppers that but, people yeah. don't like, but I like Oh, I hate so. Whoppers. <laughs> oh, I love, I love Whoppers. There you uh, go. You Any other shouts? You didn't say Three Musketeers. Milky three Way. Mus- Milky Way, Three Musketeers. Oh, I don't like things that don't have nuts, but I'll eat them. I'll eat them. Oh. Jeff, any Canadian candies <laughs> we're missing here? Uh, Smarties. You guys, you guys have score bars, right? No. Uh, I've heard of them, though. Oh, S-K-O-R. Those are amazing. Oh, Henry. Okay. Oh, Henry and Mr. Big. Those are good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Toblerone. Yeah, we got you ever get a Toblerone? For, yeah, for Halloween. That's true. That's yeah. fancy. Yeah, it is. Jeff, any other Canadian ones? Marty's. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Glossette, which were uh, chocolate covered raisins. Ooh! Wow. Like raisin nuts. Yeah, I like those. Ah, nice. There we go. Um, at the footy corner, too. Let us know if we missed anything. I think we've got a lot of them covered on that list. Um, 
So with that said, let's jump into what's going to come up this week, make our predictions, and we'll sign off. I think uh, we'll save the gambling corner for for Twitter. Uh, We'll do that. I do have picks. I will tweet my picks out. You guys do the same. But uh, So that's the heads up there. Tweet out your gambling corner picks at the footy corner too. Now, let's get to the predictions. The Premier League is back. Uh, The scores are in. And we did not do so hot heading into the international break. Brian, uh, no, Steve led the way with 14 for the week. Brian had 13. Uh, Arine had 11. Uh, I had 10. And Jeff and Nikhil both had 8. It was a very rough week for all of us all around. A lot of results didn't go how we thought they would. Overall, Arine leads away at 100. Then you've got a really tight race between two and five. Brian, 89. I have 88. Steve, 87. Jeff, 86. Um, and then Nikhil's got 70. Uh, you missed, he missed a week, but you know, hey, you got to have solid weeks now or hope we miss one. The four here, we're not missing this week. All right, boys, ready to make your picks? Sure. All right. So uh, I'm going to go the way I see this on my screen here. And we shuffled a bit. I think maybe one or two of you would turn your camera on or off. So I will go first. Then we'll go uh, Jeff. Arine Bryan. Okay. I'll go Jeff Arine Bryan. Hey. We'll start with Saturday morning, Watford, Liverpool in Watford. Um, Elton John's going to be a little disappointed in my opinion. I got Watford nil, Liverpool two, Mohamed Salah. Uh, Liverpool three to one, Salah. Okay. Is it me? Right. Yeah. Um, Liverpool three nil, Salah. Okay. I have the same as Arine. Liverpool three, Watford nil, Salah. Okay, so we all have a lot safe safe bet. I think this is a good goal score. Southampton hosting Leeds. I feel like this will be a little more exciting than than some of the other matches because these teams don't have too many guys that left for the international break. So I think they'll be rearing to go. I got Southampton two, Leeds two, Patrick Bamford. Uh, one, one oh sorry, uh, one one uh, Ward Prowse. Okay, I yep. got zero two Leeds and uh, Bamford. Okay. I like Jeff's 1-1, but I have Bamford scoring to the Ward-Prowse. But Ward-Prowse, is he still – he got a red card against Chelsea, though. So He did. He might oh, be out? playing. He might be suspended. Yeah. You know what? He might be. You're right. Oh, man, that was so long ago. But I know. Okay, I'll take Is that Bamford. Chelsea's last game? Yeah, let me – let's double check on that. You Oh, good catch. Because I do remember he got a red card, but I thought that was like a month ago. But – I mean, no, that was the last. That was the last game. That was the last Premier League game. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, so he's banned for this game. Oh, he's so I take Bamford. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah, so Jeff Adams. and I had the same one-one Bamford. Yeah, Che Adams is out. So yeah, good call. All right. So that's. I'll change your pick, and there you go. Okay. So now we got Norwich and Brighton. Uh, Norwich is the home team, but we we talked about how bad they can be. I got Norwich nil. Brighton's been decent this year. I got two for Brighton and Neil Mape. Uh, three to one, Brighton, Moape. There we go. I got one, two, Brighton, but I'll go Pookie. <laughs> oh. I have a uh, two nil, Brighton, Moape. Okay. Uh, Villa hosting Wolves. Um, I got Villa three, Wolves one. I think Ollie Watkins, who's been resting for a while, is ready to score some goals here. Uh, Villa two to one, Ings. Okay. Um, I go one, one, and Raul. Okay. Uh, I have the same as Jeff again. Two to one, Ings. <laughs> this, this is not looking good for me. This is wild. All right. So, hey, you never know. You never know. You guys are tightening the table right now. Um, this one, I think, 
I believe this is one of the potential matches of the week, if not the match of the week. Leicester City hosts Manchester United. Uh, I'm going to go with 1-1, and I'm going Jamie Vardy. 2-2, uh, Vardy. 0-2, mm-hmm. um, Ronaldo. Oh, okay. Uh, I had 1-1, Vardy, but I'm going to say 1-2, Manchester United with 2, and say Ronaldo. Okay, you just changed it because you didn't want the same pick as me. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, exactly. Because I saw as soon as I spoke, you just your head went like, oh. yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, City hosting Burnley. Uh, man, that's Jeff. You should enjoy this one. Uh, I got City <laughs> four, Burnley nil, and I think Gabriel Jesus scores in this game. Uh, City four nil, KDB. Okay. Yeah, I'm stuck between three or four, but based on how Burnley Burnley plays, I'll say three. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll say three nil city and probably going to get it right. Whoever you pick, um, <laughs> I'll go with one of my favorites and I don't mind saying that with Jeffrey. I'll go with Foden. I, I had a feeling you'd take him. Friend of the two. pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod. <laughs> Phil Foden. Yes. <laughs> I also have three nil city with KDB scoring. All right. So I guess we'll see if it's three or four nil. Uh, we will all get some major points there. Uh, Brentford, Chelsea. I think this is the other good match. Should be intriguing. Brentford's at home. They've given trouble to other teams at home. They've beaten Arsenal. They've drawn Liverpool. Uh, they won away to West Ham just before the break. But I got Brentford one, Chelsea two. Romelu Lukaku's my goal scorer. He's due. <laughs> uh, one nothing, Chelsea Warner. Okay. Ooh, Timo. Um, zero three Lukaku. Oh, Arians is not sold on Brentford. I'm sold on Chelsea. That's right. Okay. Uh, same as Arians, zero three Lukaku. Okay. Um, then we have Everton West Ham. Another, I mean, we have some pretty good matches in this little slot here on Saturday. Um, I'm saying one one between Everton and West Ham, and I think he's back, and I don't think he played for England, so I'm gonna go Dominic Calvert Lewin. In his return. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're doing Everton West Ham. Everton West Ham. Uh, two to one, uh, Gray. Okay, uh, two one Gray. I hope I hope he scores for my fantasy team. You have two on Everton, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, two two, Michael Antonio. There you go. The Jamaican. I have uh, two to one Everton. Uh, Andros Townsend. I've just seen you send it in. So there you go. Um, And then we have Newcastle and Tottenham as the (laughs) last game on Sunday. Uh, I want Newcastle to win, but I'm being realistic here. I got Newcastle one, Tottenham two. And I mean, surely he has to score at one point. I'm going to go Harry Kane. (laughs) Uh, Spurs two to one, Son. Yeah, that's probably the smarter pick. The only, I was going to pick him. The only reason I didn't is because he was traveling from Iran. And they played on Tuesday. Well, I guess Tuesday was a while ago. But anyway, I was going to go Sun. I switched to King. I hope I'm not wrong. All right. Um, I'll go 1-1, one, one, I think, with MBS and that whole thing. People, I think the players <laughs> actually think they're going to stay on the team, which is kind of cute. So they'll be going hard. Um, Calvin Wilson with the goal. There you go. Joe Willock being one of the guys that thinks he's staying. Uh, Brian, your pick. <laughs> Willock would be a great shot to pick the score. But I have Spurs 2-0 with uh, Son. Okay. Um, and then the Monday night game, Arsenal and Crystal Palace. 
Patrick Vieira coming back to the, the Emirates. Well, I guess he was at Highbury. Um, coming back to Arsenal to manage. Palace has been tricky, but I think Arsenal's a pretty decent home team with their full squad. I've got the Gunners 2, Palace 0. Uh, Emil Smith-Rowe is my goal scorer. Uh, Arsenal 2-1, to one, Jaka. Mm-hmm. Oh, Granit Jaka? Granit Jaka? Yo, he's injured. No. <laughs> That's a banter pick. That's or a do you mean Bakayo Saka? Saka, sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, no, Shaka, well, no, Shaka was, is a good... Sh- I mean, he's injured, though. He's injured. Sorry, um, I was. I'll go two one, um, Arsenal and Aubameyang. Okay, I, I have two one Arsenal as well with Bukayo Saka. Okay, all right. So you guys have the same goal scores. Um, before we wind down, as we head back in the Premier League, I have one last question to kind of ask everyone, um, and then we'll we'll call it for the night. Uh, what team, because we have another three, four matches, I think four matches before the next international break. Seems like we get four matches at a time here and there. What team do you expect to have a good three to four game stretch here before the next international break slash window? Um, and I will let Brian go first here. Chelsea, they have an easy schedule. Okay. I, you know what? Instead of passing on anyone else, I'm, I'm going to piggyback because that's who I had. After they play Brentford, they've got Norwich at Newcastle and Burnley. And I think they should expect a minimum of 10, minimum. Yeah. Because uh, in between, they do have Champions League games. Everyone has Champions League games, but in between, they're playing Malmo twice. Yeah. So I don't think that should be an issue. And I think you could throw the kids out against Southampton in the League Cup. So I went with Chelsea as well. So there's that. Um, uh, Jeff, who do you think will have a good three to four game stretch? Who do you think? <laughs> He's going with City. <laughs> they got an easy schedule. They got the hard games out of the way. Uh, but I would like to say that I think the next uh, month or so is going to be horrible for Manchester United. Okay. So I like they've, that. They've had, an easy, they've had the easiest schedule out of everyone. Uh-huh. Uh, they haven't been great. They don't look good. Uh, I, I think they're, they're going to get, uh, they're going to have some real bad days coming up. So yeah, actually to, to validate Jeff's point, I actually was, I was close to picking city because their schedule is also quite on the, on the easier side as well. Um, but yes, United is an interesting, I like that you went the other way with one of the sides. United is an interesting shout. Um, I think they, so they're playing, as we know, we predicted this week, they're playing Leicester. Um, who else do they have coming up? I, I'm sorry. I kind of. Atalanta and champions league, if you want to count that. And then Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool, yeah, Atlanta, Liverpool. They play Atlanta twice. Then they play Tottenham. Um, so yeah, these are their next Premier League matches with Atlanta and then Man City. So yeah, Jeff, that's 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 an interesting shout. It's a good one. Ari, who do you have as the team that will you think will jump here in the next three, four games? Um I think they'll be up there even even with uh Liverpool. I'll say City. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like their schedule. I like their schedule a lot. Okay, so because I thought we were going to go Chelsea and City because of their schedule, I'm going to pick another team that I think, you know, this if they're going to make a, a little rise here, they're sitting at 17th right now, just above the relegation zone. And if they want to make a little run here so they're not relegated or not in the zone, I think Southampton, this is their chance. Their next four games are against Leeds at home, Burnley at home, at Watford, and Villa at home. So um, Southampton can probably – make a couple leaps here. And I think if they don't, they're in trouble. They have two losses in those string of games. The first and the last one are losses. 
Well, what I'm saying is though, if they if they find themselves in in 17th still when those four games are done, relegation watch, relegation watch. So um, again, make your gambling picks on at the footy corner two. I've got my picks ready to go. I'm sure some of us have ours. Um, any last comments before we uh, we call it? I see some of us are yawning. It's a it's been a long day. It's been a good episode. Uh, we have votes for Mount Rushmore. We have gambling corner picks. We have predictions that I'm going to need from Steve and Nikhil. I want to hear everyone's thoughts on uh, the U.S. Uh, nonce of the week. Anything else from you guys? Anything you want to mention? Shout out Blue Jackets one eight to two. Eight to two. Yeah. My, who's who's Arizona's goalie mate? Uh, fuck, I don't know. It's not Bobrovsky. The man is Swiss cheese. Hutton. Whoever the fuck. Carter, oh, Hutton. Carter Hutton. Shout out Carter Hutton. Former yeah. Blackhawk. And then uh, shout out Red Wings. They lost seven to six. Really? Whoa, whoa, to who? 13 to Tampa Bay. 13 goals whoa. in that game. Well, they shout out to them for. They were up. The Red Wings were up six to three and lost seven six. <laughs> That's wild. That's yeah. absolutely bananas. Um, Their defense. I love it. Tampa Bay's defense. The Red Wings lose. That's wild. Uh, I also, okay. I also want to shout out last week gambling corner. Brian got it correct with either team to hit the post or crossbar. That shit always hits. And he called a tie in the first half of some games. There were two games. I don't know what it was, but there were bold ass calls and it worked. It was the Arsenal. The one that didn't was Arsenal to win to nil, ruin his chance of winning 95. It, it, was, it was the same game parlay for the Arsenal uh, yeah. Brighton. Yeah. And you only missed yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. I will be making a similar ridiculous bet this week. Okay. We'll be looking at that. And I'm guessing, Arne, you're going to make a ridiculous 516 parlay again. Oh yeah. Okay. You're, so there's you were far off. Or, or I got you. I got off. Arsenal wrong as well. And Burnley. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, well, we yeah. all lost. That's true. Everyone lost money last week. I so, did call the Leicester Palace draw though, which was. <laughs> oh right. I liked how I did that. I might yeah, do that, that again. Um, okay. Any other any other comments? Kraken just won their first game. Who yeah, Kraken won. Shout out oh, uh, won? Seattle Kraken. Did they really? Nashville, yep. Okay. I, I did see their game against Vegas um, the other night, and they actually almost came back. Yeah. So good on them. And and it's good because they beat a Central Division team. So that's good for for the, the uh, Hawks fans in this group. Interesting results today. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, there's another result that, that we're not going to bring up here for Jeff. Yeah. Um, yeah, you back up playing. Who's the refs? Who's the refs? <laughs> it's always fucking refs. <laughs> um, well, if we're gonna mention a couple of bad things, uh, Tom, Tom Brady started the night off with some some touchdown throws here. I just want to make a quick comment because I keep always picking the wrong damn quarterback in fantasy. I have Tom Brady and I have Kyler Murray. In the last three weeks, I've picked the wrong guy, and this week, last second, because uh, Murray apparently was having a shoulder problem, I picked Brady. He had two touchdowns in the first quarter. I just checked now and he hasn't done shit. And that's that's all I got to say about well, that. Well, Murray's against Cleveland, so. Well, I mean, he could go. I mean, Herbert went off against Cleveland, but Murray has a sh- apparently a shoulder issue. So I went Brady, but now Murray's going to score 40 points. So shout out go. Leonard Fournette scoring me 28 points. Yeah, shout out to my team just being really good and then losing every game. So that's awesome. Okay. Um, any <laughs> final thoughts? Uh, aside from from us, me lamenting that Premier League is back, 
hockey's back. The NBA is hockey back. being back. There you go. The, the baseball uh, playoffs are here. Uh, then, uh, Formula One race in America next weekend. There you go. Everyone enjoy Texas. your your weeks, your weekends, uh, and drink a little extra on Sunday for me. Uh, with that I said, will at the football game. <laughs> with that said, uh, let's turn it over. I don't know what he's done recently, but let's turn it over to most likely now a turned gambler, Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. Carlos Rondon, resend with the White Sox, please. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good 